This is me, Zabe. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, I always, I always pause and think what I'm gonna say at the start of every episode. If anyone's out there, they can probably do like one of those um, compilations of of my 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 uh, introductions to the podcast, and probably would come to a conclusion where it's always been this hello, and then. Um, it's always like an um between what I'm going to say next. Um, there you go again. So, I uh, hope you guys are doing well. It's been um, it's been a while since we revisited my, um, my sporting germs, I would say. Well, not a while, probably a couple of weeks uh, since the Premier League ended. Um, and I, I think I spoke to this, spoke to this topic about... Um, supporting Liverpool and Pakistan cricket team um in one of my episodes before so um with my my second love i would say not because it was a choice i mean obviously i was born in pakistan so my first love is always going to be pakistan cricket team but now that my second love is kind of taking care of itself it's uh, something that i don't need to worry about too much at least until the new season begins, and God knows, I'm kind of worried about our um, new signings situation because we have none so far. Maybe some random um, players that we've signed, young ones, maybe something like that, but nothing really big that uh, that I'm really looking forward to. But regardless of that, that um, now that that part of is almost kind of taking care of itself, I thought. Um, it's 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 only right to go back to the first love which needs a lot of protection and perspective and support and a lot of my emotional investment that is pakistan cricket team and uh, we um just concluded our first test match in england um against england of course um after being there for a month or so uh, we mentioned that I think we spoke about this briefly. As far as the squad is concerned, um, we spoke about this in the uh, the episode with Mustafa Baloch, I think, um, where we went through the squad and you know uh, were almost upbeat. I mean, England has never been my concern in terms of uh, um, Pakistan teams going there. It's never been a, cons- a point of contention for me because. Historically, our 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 tours have kind of taken care of themselves, right? Even with the worst teams we've had, it has almost been, uh, um, you know, expected of us to do well. Um, maybe maybe because of a, a, a very decent bowling attack that we've had in the future, uh, in the past, and then also now. Um, also, I think some of our um, batsmen you know um show how good they are in england and play some really 
uh, unbelievable knocks every now and then that that's what helps us to you know amass really a big first inning total or something like that and and help us win the win the game um but i'm not sure exactly what the reason is but that but then also maybe one of the reason has been that England has never been comfortable against us. Maybe maybe somewhere in the middle where we lost a couple of series against them. One day is yes, that's a different ball game, but I think generally they don't see us as oh this is going to be a given. We're definitely going to win this one because Pakistanis have always given England, you know, a tough time. Um so similar to that, I think I was also kind of expecting um uh same approach to this test match as well this test series um though it was uh it was um it was i think pretty much on the same lines um but but a lot needs to be discussed i think it was a classic pakistan performance um i i think i need to do some sort of an analysis of uh, or maybe someone has already done it so and i'll just need to find it how many test matches has pakistan lost um when they've been in uh, winning positions and you know saying winning position is kind of um, subjective right because winning position what is a winning position what's a winning position for pakistan could be not a winning position for another another team or vice versa right um but i consider winning position um is or you can you can assume to be in a good or winning position if you've won most of your um test match uh, sessions against your opposition so let's say you know you have three sessions right every every day so you've got 15 sessions in 5 day if you have the full um 5 day cricket but uh if you're winning about i would say 80% or at least a good healthy majority of your sessions then you would you would be considered to be in a in a good good winning position right and and that's where you um you know that's what what I wanted to really it be very interesting finding out um how many pack of how many test matches have pakistan lost after being in winning positions and um there there will be quite a few i would say quite a few um and this turned out to be another one of the long list of um what could have been right um but i want i'll I'll get to the result at the end i want to go through this by you know going through uh inning by innings probably and just discuss the innings in general maybe pick up a couple of uh highlights um and give my opinion on on what's been going on. Um you saw how tactical and strategic and technical I can get while discussing football or only wait and watch when I talk about cricket. Um not a lot of people can do that, I would say. Okay, enough about me. <laughs> um so but Pakistan winning the toss, electing the bat, again, great decision in my opinion. I thought uh, it's always important in I would say eight out of ten times, um, it's important for you to win the toss and bat first because you don't want to bat last. Um, eight out of ten times, I think that's uh, a good strategy to have, regardless of what your pitch is, because very rarely you come across a test match pitch where it is safer um, 
to bat last or maybe you're assuming that you're never going to bat last at all so uh let's say it's a you know um uh, a ripper in you know uh, of a pitch where it's just moving all over the place and the, the weather is with you and you know you feel like you have a chance to bowl the opposition out under 100 or something like that um uh, even then it's it's strange because then you'll have to be batting on the same pitch so same fortunes may uh, await you right but uh, regardless of that i think um most test match pitches support the fact or the strategy that you win the toss and bat first in my opinion so i think um you can you can have all sorts of uh, you know um strategies and game plans about what what you going to do if you win the toss and then what what needs to be done and have a have a starting 11 that supports that strategy but i think at the end of the day if you keep it simple really simple it should be you win the toss bat first whatever the pitch is um i think most of the time that works for you so it was a good decision some people say brave decision but i thought it was a very um uh needed decision a normal decision so nothing too fancy about it but it was what it was um and as it happens i think we start pretty well i remember the test series against australia where i think we were like um 50 odd or 60 odd or something like that in the first session without losing a wicket which was amazing you know in australia if you can get through a session without losing a wicket and regardless how many runs you scored um it's always a, a a huge thing so pakistan uh i think the first session they did pretty well it was a rain affected um um first day as well so you got to keep uh, yeah, that into consideration but at the end of the day i would i, I think we were up about like 130 odd for two outs um 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 obviously babar azam um at the crease with shan masood uh who ended up scoring 100 50 odd which is in my opinion a daddy 100 in test match crickets uh, in crickets in in um um in this format in my opinion if you're not scoring hundreds more than uh, um, you're not if you're not scoring hundreds you're not a real batsman but then if you're not scoring hundreds um uh over 121 30 um then you're not a real test match batsman so for Sean Masood to score 150 in my opinion it was a fantastic achievement and then also i think that's a a blueprint for all all of our batsmen and uh, um batsmen looking to come into the front um playing for the first team i think it's very important for them to realize that not it's not about just scoring hundreds i know babar azam has scored a few hundreds like i think his highest highest score is 148 or something that was once maybe against sri lanka or something if i'm not mistaken um but the rest of his hundreds have been like 101 110 hun- under 120 which i do consider hundreds i would still think he's a good batsman a very very good batsman uh a very very good test batsman um but really i mean uh, the real big ones like the likes of dravid likes of lakshman the likes of ricky ponting the likes of lara you know the likes of um uh virat kohli i think all these guys really look to capitalize once they score their 100 for them it's like okay now we're just getting started so they scored daddy hundreds so i like the fact that shan masood scored a daddy 
um, um, and he didn't just really, uh, you know, assume that, okay, now that I've scored 100, it's easy for me to just do whatever I want because I've already, um, you know, done what I need to do. So in test match cricket, that's the least you can do. If once you score 100, that's even more of a pressure on you to really go ahead and, and convert that into a big daddy 100. Um, so that happened. And then, you know, a lot of praise on first day for Babar Azam and, and rightfully so. I still think he is um, an absolute superstar. He is an absolute find for us. He will go on to become one of the best uh, batsmen Pakistan has ever produced. Um, but I think what I'm really looking forward or let me rephrase that. What I'm really looking for in him is the fact that he does what is expected of him. When I'm expecting him to do well, he tends to not do well. Um, his 69 that is scored in the first um, innings, albeit great, but I think that could have been, should have been more than 69. He got out to a delivery, fishing outside his off stump, trying to drive, first slip, easy catch. Um, that's not the way I would assume or I would think, you know, the likes, the likes of Baba Razam getting out. So I think it's very important um, that, you know, I think I'll consider him in the same breath as Virat Kohli or um, Stephen Smith um, or even Joe Root. Uh, a lot of people su- suggesting that Joe Root is not as good as Babar Azam, but the thing with Joe Root is that, um, and we'll get to the last innings where he scored, I think, 40 odd, um, um, to eventually, you know, um, help his team win the test match. I think that's what's important to score runs when they're needed. If you're not scoring runs when you when they're absolutely needed, then what good are you? I think that's why I feel like Inzamam is probably Pakistan's greatest batsman, in my opinion. Because he's always scored runs when it's needed. I think his average um, in match-winning innings is more than 70 or 80, something like that. He is right up there with the best as far as like winning contributions is concerned in one-day end and uh, five-day cricket. So I think if Babar Azam really needs to be, I think um, him staying close to its stats, he's he kind of like is he he comes across as a person who's really consumed about how his stats look and how his average is going to look like at the end of a test series or his his career um therefore i think it's important that he gets out of that he 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 already knows and everyone knows around him that he's a fantastic batsman so um I think that part is taken care of itself. Now he needs to really, really show up when the team needs it. But we'll get to that uh, uh, a little later on. But yeah, we scored about 300-odd in the first uh, inning, 326 to be precise. You know, um, another good call, as far as I'm concerned, was to pick the leg spinner Shadab Khan. I've always been a fan of his. I am a staunch believer that this guy... You know, is captaincy material. This guy is your next, I would say, uh, you know, 
all-rounder that you're going to build your team around or will 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 play a huge part in white ball cricket and red ball cricket in my opinion so for him to play that's uh, this this uh, this test match and do well he scored about 45 runs in the first uh, innings very very important 45 runs um and then he picked up a couple of wickets in England's first innings so taking us into the English first innings which was amazing as far as our bowling is concerned we started out right on top 12 for 3 Mohammad Abbas picking up uh, um, uh, Ben Stokes with an absolute jaffa. Um, I know I mentioned at one of my <laughs> my WhatsApp groups um, that it was such a jaffa that it might have been a Sayyid. So it's a it's a deep cut of a joke, and um, um, not everyone will get it. I understand, but I'm still gonna say it, and I did. So anyway. Um, for him to get out Ben Stokes to that absolute ripper was amazing. Um, uh, I like how Shaheen Shah ripped through them. He was really, you know, I, I, I'm beginning to really enjoy his aggression. I think he's probably the most aggressive bowler out of the pick that we have in Shaheen, Naseem and Abbas. Although Abbas and Naseem have their own bits and pieces of uh, aggression, which they show, which is good. But I think Shaheen is probably the more aggressive one. I think his eyebrows, I think, alone makes him more aggressive than the others. Um, his eyebrow game is really, really strong. Um, but yeah, I think an important, um, uh, I would say, contribution from that first inning was, um, well, I mean, I think there was another incident. I think uh, a lot of people talked about um, Ollie Pope and Nassim Shah's battle, which honestly, I didn't see too much into it i thought it was it was good but it's never like a battle battle it was a good competition with uh, eventually nasim coming out on top and dismissing him with an absolute you know a great delivery um but uh, i can i think nasim um he's on the right track um a lot of people said um that it was controversial for him to speak too highly of himself before the English tour, when he when he said that he he wants to prove himself and really show that he's not a kid to the English batsmen, and you know he was coming out strong, you know blowing punches and stuff, which I thought was absolutely fine. At one end, and I just don't understand people; they just love to criticize. In one end, they want us, they want our team to be like super aggressive, Imran Khan, fucking tigers. Um, but as soon as someone starts acting like one. Uh, I'm just remembering the Imamul Haq incident in PSL when he gave Shaw, uh, um, what's his name Shane Watson um, um, when he ran him out he gave him like a middle finger or something like that to really spur him on his way back to the pavilion uh, it was a very aggressive um, um, I would say um, <coughs> action that he did um, and a lot of people, I would, I would say 90% of our uh, RP people criticized him for that. Why? Because, uh, you know, Shane Watson came to Pakistan playing in the PSL final. Um, you know, you should treat your, um, you know, guests politely. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a fucking game. And Australians wouldn't really take any other way. They would they would be in your face um regardless of where you play so they're like in your in your face wherever they play so for shane watson to be on the receiving end for once it's it's completely fine 
and again going back to my you know aggressive mindset thing um um that we expect our cricketers to play with aggressive and aggression and all of that f- fucked up you know big words that we throw around um but then as soon as they start acting like that or they try to do something like that we we bring them down and say oh bhai tune kiya kya hai i mean i remember when when uh when asim shah made that statement that he wants to really prove himself and really go at you know have a go at the english batsmen they were like oh bhai tu kya 18 saal ka ladka hai oh aaram se baith yeah i mean come on fuck off guys the guy is just trying to really pump himself up and um good for him and in all honesty i i think he conducted himself really well in this first um first game because i thought I, th- i thought he bowled well he looked good he 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 impressed a lot of uh, you know um onlookers um a lot of critics as well so i think he's he's on a good path so enough about him trying to downplay his his talent he should up he, sh- he should really really play it up and really uh, you know show more aggression if anything um um but yeah so we you know dismissed england uh, for 219 about 100 odd um runs first innings lead um all you need to do at this point was just um you know play it safe it's day 3 <laughs> and all you need to do is just 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 uh, move the ball around tuck it around make sure you bat as much as possible get your top batsmen to to run uh, to score some runs and um have them do what they do best you know the shan masood of this world uh, the babar azam the azhar ali and abid ali you know so i'm looking at the scorecard right now so apart from asish shafiq got run out unfortunately for 29 uh, so i'm not going to count him throwing his wicket away although um i have an opinion on him and we'll get to that at the end of the of the episode but uh mohammed rizwan 27 um abid ali 20 azhar ali 18 um Sharma Sud not uh Babar Azam 5 um so some starts and some absolutely nothings um i think if those 20s were kind of converted into 40s and 40s into 60s i think we would have had like a 350 400 run first inning or oh sorry um fourth inning lead uh and target for england but i think uh we did what we do best that's where we threw the game away um but when i say that we threw the game away i think i think almost i think i'm i'm being a little uh, melodramatic i think i think if you had told me that pakistan will um give england a ta- uh, um a target of 270 odd in the uh, in the last or the fourth day effectively was the last day uh in a game where they have dismissed england for 219 in the first innings and they're looking good um i would have said yes let's do let's do that so i think for us to achieve that it was okay i think my only criticism of of the of the uh, of the the innings was um the fact that it could have been better and um not that i think it had a direct role to play in our in our in us losing the game <sighs> but uh but yeah um if it wasn't for yasir shah scoring that quick fire uh 30 yard it i think it would have been even less so for him to do that um really helped us uh to really have a good start i think mohammad abbas picked up burns uh pretty quickly as well 
and there was a bit of a partnership between Sh- Shibley and 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 Root who scored 42 that's that's the the contribution that I was uh, speaking about if you're not going to contribute um, when your team needs it then you're just going to be a very very good batsman and not a great batsman in my opinion so that's um, note to self for uh, for Barber I think he needs to really pick it up when when it's needed I know he did that in the World Cup against New Zealand but we need to see more of that he, he scored that 100 when it was absolutely needed so he needs to score you know runs when it's absolutely needed you know because w- otherwise what good are you right if you're a great batsman and your team needs it and you can't score runs and you're just a number on the wall you're just a number in the stats book you know a lot of players have come and gone and they've had amazing numbers in terms of careers uh, or amazing careers in terms of numbers and great averages but they're not really remembered uh, in the same breath as the 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 Ricky Pontings and the Laras of this world um so they're always just you know a line in the stats book so if power needs to if power doesn't want to be that he needs to do more so where did Pakistan lose in the last innings I think having dismissed five of the English um batsmen um for 100 odd I think was looking really good we just needed one more wicket to really run through the tail I think a couple of things happen. First and foremost, the most important thing is that we don't know how to win test matches. And that's not on uh, Azhar Ali or the management or the team itself. I think it's a very young team. And we don't play many test matches. That's a, that's a fact. We play a handful of test matches every year. We need to play about 15 every year or something close to, you know, a number of uh, um, number of games that England and Australia play. We need to play something really close to that for us to really know how to win test matches. I think it's very important. I think that they're at, at our peak when in the 90s when we were playing a lot of test matches and winning them as well uh, with the bowling attack that we had. The reason why that was happening was um, we knew how to win win games. I think it was important that you know for our um, self-belief and even with that bowling attack, we need... Uh, to know how to win games, I think it's important to have experienced people, uh, players in your in your starting eleven. That's going to give you that belief and uh, perspective of when you can win games. I think Azhar Ali, for all experience that he has, he hasn't really won Test matches as a captain, so he's definitely lacking in experience there. Um, you have Asad Shafiq, who's played like for I don't know hundred odd Test matches for at this point, I guess. Um, he hasn't captained Pakistan at all, so has no uh, experience there as well. So, uh, and, and apart from him, I think it's only Yasser Shah has, who's been, you know, the more experienced head. Otherwise, every one of them is is inexperienced. So, um, from a leader's perspective, I think Misbah should step up more. But at at the same point, I don't feel like it's it's um, you can have the best you know staff in the world behind you but if the teams are not going to really uh, think on their feet if the captains are not going to think on their feet there's nothing you know your backroom backroom staff you know made of gold and you know diamonds they can't do anything if you if you if you can't really think on your feet so I think that thinking on that your own feet comes from experience Um, and Pakistan is severely lacking in that the experience of winning test matches the uh, it, and that comes from 
knowing and really understanding the match positions that you're in now a lot of people are uh, are, are you know mentioning the fact that we were you know uh, i think 120 something or you know around that number for five england were and um <coughs> all we need to do is just pick one more wicket, wicket and as a response to that azar ali you know really sped up the field after a couple of boundaries were hit off of yasir shah and he was uh attacked out of the uh, he was attacked uh, out of the bowling contention so a lot of people are mentioning that that was a wrong uh, approach you know I understand that and I think that could be an example of not being experienced enough to win games I think if if Azhar Ali was not thinking like in the moment when when he was considering oh uh, I have a bowler that has who's getting punished I don't have many runs to really defend because it was like 100-something to win for England at that point. So I need to spread the field to make sure that they're not scoring boundaries or they're not scoring fast. And that gave the English batsmen the opportunity to really uh, rotate the strike around and basically get their eye in. Um, if Azareli wasn't thinking in um, in the moment and if he had more experience in leading uh, us to test victories, he would have really zoomed himself out of that position and said, okay, I have about 100 odd runs to go. I have one partnership to break. They're trying to hit me out. They're trying to hit my prime bowler in Yasasha out of the attack. Um, I'm going to go on the, the, um, you know, uh, the attack more and basically... Uh, you know, ask the batsman to really have a go at him and basically throw in a challenge at them. So, um, because while England had about 100 odd runs to win, Pakistan only needed to pick up one wicket. So, the odds were in, you know, in their favor. So, um, I do agree that, you know, that's that if that happened, I didn't see that honestly. Um, <laughs> I watched the highlights of the final day, um, but um, if that's how it was, you know, happening at the time, then I do understand why it happened. It shouldn't have happened. I think hopefully this will give us really some some sort of perspective. I think it's important that whenever we lose games, I hope to God someone's doing like a root cause analysis and 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 plugging that in to our approach in the next games. Because if that's not happening, then that's there's no point in losing games. Um, <coughs> we lost by three wickets, picked up a couple of late wickets of Joss Butler and and Broad was almost too late in the game. But what I really liked was that we were not you know, we were not letting them go. We were not letting them off the hook. We didn't I didn't see a lot of dropped um, you know faces and the attitude was really up until the last ball which was edged for four and England winning the game I think that's a good sign I think the fact that Yasir Shah you know your your tail has been wagging for a good amount of years now that's a fantastic sign because that shows that the team is united and they're looking to really win games um, it's always also important that Yasir Shah has picked up eight wickets in the test matches I think it was really really important for him to really get some sort of a form um, how many test matches do we have against England? I wouldn't be surprised if we have three. Um, let's see. I think it's a three test match series. Is it though? Anyway, I think it's a three test match. 
series and um, so we have a couple of games to go uh, the next one starting on Friday um, so yeah I mean I think I think it was a good test match a great great test match um, for Pakistan to come out of the wrong uh, end of it um, <coughs> it, it just it was a, a punch in the gut in my opinion um, so as far as the next test match is concerned I think Pakistan really need needs to start thinking long and hard about Asa Shafiq's role in the side. He's been failing for too long. He has one job. He has one fucking job. His whole year, his whole season with our team is just playing test match cricket. That's what his job is. That's what he does all year fucking long. And for him to fail is just unacceptable, in my opinion. He's been failing for far too long. Uh, I think I read a stat that he's been um, in the Pakistani first team for eight years now or something like that. And he's in the Pakistani first team. He's played like 60-odd consecutive games for us in Test Match Cricket. That is some serious you know, experience. If, 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 if I was a young player and I was given 60 Test Matches to play on the trot, I better get good at something. I, be- I better be contributing. Otherwise, what am I doing in that side? I think it's a like like replacement. Replacement. I think it doesn't hurt to try out Fawad Alam. I think Shadab Khan will probably keep his space, uh, place in the side. I think we need him. Uh, although I'd still like to see him bowl more. Um, um, I think I think he can definitely contribute more with the with the ball, and <coughs> he's already doing well at the bat. Um, but yeah, I think the room there is to really nudge out Asa Shafiq because he really needs to have a long, long, hard thing about himself, what he needs to do. Because he, he bats at six and he, what's his average? And he averages 46 in test matches. Oh, sorry. That's his runs. Uh, he, he averages 38. And he's got about less than 5,000 runs, 75 matches he's played. So, um, I think, I think, um, I think the team management really needs to think long and hard about his place in the side. He needs, probably needs a, a break as well. Uh, granted that that's what he does. So I think Asher Shafiq's place in the side is highly controversial and questionable in my opinion. Um, Abdali should be given a longer run in the side. I think he's good, but he will, he will, he will be failing more often. I think if, unless he, I was I was listening to Ramiz Raj. I think it was a very important point he made. Um, about our batsman stance, like they were front facing, our 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 shoulders are, are are open, and that you know gives us um that makes us vulnerable in playing those outswingers, which England fast bowlers are so good at bowling to our batsmen so I think that's a very interesting point that he made and I, I subsequently went back and saw all of our you know dismissals uh, dismissals, and it appeared that it was that was the case so anyway I think I think uh, it was a good uh, it was a good game uh, it was you know a sucker punch um, it was a sucker punch for us uh, at the end, like Hobart in '96, uh, but I'm really looking forward to the next Test match because I think unless we really g- 
go home deflated this this should be a very good very good battle between us and England so um, we'll come back uh, with another cricket focused episode uh, whenever the t- second test match is done and uh, I'll see you guys then thanks Bye.